Yay! Welcome to the tea. All right, please uh, introduce yourselves, uh, ladies. You start. Okay. Hi, I'm the Lady Ivory. Um, what do you do? Yeah, I do drag and stuff. Yeah, where? <laughs> I do drag at Scarlet, Berlin, Atmosphere, Smart Bar, like everywhere. I'm pretty popular. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's debatable. And what's your uh, what's your name, ma'am? My name is Estelle Shambles. I also occasionally uh, do drag at places, not as many as Ivory. Um, at Berlin now and again, at Atmosphere now and again, at Charlie's now and again. Um, occasionally out in the suburbs. I have a show coming up in the Cannery, which is fucking an hour and a half away. What show is that? It's Dragzilla with Cindy Vicious. Oh, yeah. I love Dragzilla. I love Cindy. And you are also a past crash landing winner. I am a past crash landing winner. There's only 1,500 of them. I know. Right? <laughs> yeah. I still have that uh, billiards trophy. Cycle 5 yeah. million. By the, by the end of like, in like three years, this is going to be everyone in the entire drag scene is going to be a crash landing I've never <laughs> won anything. Yeah, we know. Okay. Um, <laughs> my name is Tranica Rex. I'm 30 years old, and my favorite food is melted cheese. Welcome, and this is my co-host. Hi, my name is Lucky Stiff. I'm on a lot of cold medicine right now, and <laughs> sometimes when I'm stressed, I watch blackhead removal videos. Ooh, Dr. Ooh. Pimple Popper? Bot I love flies. Dr. Pimple Popper. I, I like... should do bot flies next. No, I can't do it with a live oh, thing. Okay, That's too much The for ones me. where they, like... I have standards, Ivory. I don't. I have Cock boundaries. Oh, yeah. why? I'm I sorry knew a I took kid us who, down this road. I knew a kid who got a moth in his ear, <laughs> and it was like the worst pain ever. He went to the doctor, and they had to remove the moth, which had eaten through his eardrum, and all he could do oh was wait God. for the eardrum to oh regrow, and it God. took like months, but now he can hear better. But Bless his heart. Fully because of the moth. It was a gift. Wow. Um, all I, right. I'm, I hate everything, and I'm covering my ears at night. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, we're going to start out with a pretty easy question uh, just to kind of ease us in here. Uh, neither of them have been here before. So our first question is, how did you meet each other? Um, me and Ivory are uh, pretty serious. Yeah. Uh, we the, ha- the first time I saw – well, I knew of I knew of Trinica before we actually had met, and I saw you at um, – um, Ragstock with Mistress Fanna and Anastasia Santana. And you thought I was a fucking And I thought bitch. you were such a fucking bitch. <laughs> and I still do, but now I love you because of it. No, I literally did not like you. At Why? All. Every, I think there's a. You time. just have this face. Like now it's cute to me, but at first I was like, she just looks like she's mean. She doesn't look like a nice person. I have made more of a note to myself to smile more. Yeah. Because oh. I would just be stone faced. Yeah. You know. Um, I was definitely. It was like kind of like unapproachable. Yeah, I'm trying not to do that anymore. But I think it's also anybody that's taller than me is unapproachable. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Now me and Ivory have this kind of like Sam and Diane kind of you know, um, (laughs) Jim and Pam thing going on. You know, we've never had sex, but it's gonna happen one day. I can't wait. Every time we... I've we, licked your balls every numerous t- times. Numerous I'm times. I'm sorry, there's wow. Pictures. at the club. Every time... I have a there's picture. There's pictures? Yeah. It's kind of become like our Send thing. It it's like our shock yeah. thing. It's like every time we see each other, we make sure there's lots of people watching and we just start licking We just other. say, hey, look. Hey, look. And then I'll just lick her ball and everyone will be like... <gasps> like, go away. You're so gross. Like, why are you doing this? And like, <laughs> people get grossed out when we lick each other's tongues in the club. I started like dating a guy like two years ago and one of the pissed. first things I said to him was like, so I'm going <laughs> to introduce you to ivory and just so you know we're gonna put our hands on each other's pants and just start licking each other's faces but it's like totally cool and normal and it's like not and he was like okay yeah I deal with that yeah mm-hmm. 
So anyways. Wow. Um, no, I don't know what love. friendship is, apparently. You don't. Yeah. No, you gotta be balls deep or something. <laughs> I, I don't remember meeting either of you. I mean, I remember, I don't remember the initial yeah, meeting, the but I just remember like. I remember meeting you, but you probably didn't know it was me at the time. Me? Okay, what? It was, um, <laughs> it was Halloween of like 20, I want to say 2015. And it was like, I don't know, like if you had, you were not in drag. But I was at Berlin in drag. It was one of my first times in drag. And these two drunk older gays were like, you have to meet, you have to meet, they, they, they referred to you as your boy name. Okay. So you have to meet Beth. And I was like, okay. And they dra- dragged me over to you and they were like, she has this drag show and you should talk to her about doing drag shows and it's great. And you were just like, yeah, just sign up for the thing or whatever. And that was literally <laughs> it. And I was like, I'm never signing up for the thing because that was uncomfortable as shit. <laughs> well, did I make it uncomfortable? No, no. It was it was like 2.30 in the morning, Halloween night. You were obviously okay. drunk. Wasted. And these two, and what these, was I wearing? Was it a Hawaiian shirt? <laughs> I think it might have been. I was rolling tits that night. And I apologize if I was No, it's not totally fine. Oh, but it was also very obviously like a situation you did, not, you did not want to be put in at the time because there were these two people you obviously were not either didn't know or were not the biggest fans of i hate when someone comes up and is like hey 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 give my friend something like that's all i hear from that interaction like hey hey she does drag give her the thing hey come on it's like i don't know it just is an awkward way to intro someone it was also not a sight to be i mean i'm still not a sight (laughs) but i was no by no means a sight to behold at that moment you're not a great smell either (laughs) probably I can't smell anything, so you're fine. Same. Oh, um, I definitely—I don't remember the first time I met you because that probably was like a casual whatever interaction. But I definitely yeah. remember when you were doing drag suicide at drag matinee, and a bunch of my friends like made me raise my hand, like physically oh, made me raise my yeah. hand, and I came up, and it was "Party in the USA" by Miley's uh, fucking Cyrus, a classic. And I literally—I had a friend standing at the front of the stage, and he was like with frantic, like, crazy eyes, like, mouthing the lyrics at me. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to die tonight. Like this is how did I you, die. Did you win? Please. Of course I did. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so many people have come up to me and been like, I did suicide drag, like, years ago. Do you remember? And I was like, I don't remember no. anything that happens. Or no, I barely remembered that. I was like, I did, like, two shots before I went up there because I was so scared. <laughs> how did you guys meet each other? I don't remember how I met Lucky. I no. felt like it was probably, I don't know, I'm sure through mutual friends. I don't think there's yeah, I like t- a I have no large idea. story behind it. Have we met? I'm not sure. <laughs> how many people do you feel like you never actually met? And you just started saying oh. hi oh, eventually, yeah. Yeah. and you're like... Well, especially, like, I feel like in the drag scene, it's like you're just around each other because yeah. you work yep. with each other or whatever. So it's like you don't actually have, like, an official meeting. You're just, like, at the same parties yeah. all the time or yeah. at the same bars it's all club the friends. Yeah. I feel I feel super bad because apparently um, Foxy Kim introduced herself to me like eighteen times. Oh no! And I just had like every time she'd be like, "Hey," I'd be like, "Who are you?" Like, ah, so, so I actually so have one about Estelle, and you can oh, correct no. me if I'm wrong, but it wasn't an actual meeting. Apparently, you were at Berlin, and uh, one of your friends was acting a fool and bumped into me, and I said something to them, and uh, and I guess. You were talking shit about me, and then somebody was like, <sighs> really? Yeah, but it's like we didn't know each other yet, and I wasn't in drag, but she pissed me off, so I was talking like shit about her because oh she kept God. pushing me. Uh-huh. And somebody, I guess they saw you the next time, and they were like, Yeah, 
that's the one that was talking shit about you, and it was you. But really? I, I don't know if they got it confused or if you were drunk that night, but it, whatever. It's still a funny know, story. Right? I don't really care. Isn't it crazy that we brought you guys here for this confrontation? I know. Right? <laughs> Is this a tr- Four years in the making. That's wow. So uh, now I can um, fully tell you how much I despise you. It's going to be a rumble out back later. Yeah. I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> all right. You want to take it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. First question, tips to new queens to establish themselves in Chicago. Do the open stages. Do the open stages. There's like six right now, and they're all great. There's feedback. There's crash landing. Goddess is an open stage you submit. Um, Slay is doing... Yeah, Slay. Slay? I mean, Slay and Killer Babes are both... Those are IP shows. I wouldn't say... Yeah, I wouldn't say Killer Babes is an open stage, but I have like... I have the performers that I I book are um, tip spots, and they're usually newer-ish performers that I just kind of want to see perform more and give them an opportunity to, like, pull them out of that um, competition setting so they can just do whatever they want. Slay is kind of the same thing. It's a horror-themed drag show, um, but it is a competition, so it's three performers. Whoever gets the loudest cheers gets booked in the next show, which is pretty cool, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say just around. go to shows. Just yeah. show yeah. up. Oh, yeah. Make See how face. things are. Yeah. yeah. You got to check out how things run. Meet people. The shows are different. Yeah. Ask people questions. Give yeah. them compliments. Buy a drag queen a drink and ask them a question. Yes. Oh, that's that, the easiest way to my heart. Yeah. Well, one of our Bullshot. questions down here is, oh, yeah. is how to like... I love drag in the drag scene, but drag queens intimidate me a lot. What's the best way to approach a queen? What should I talk about? Buy them a drink. Yeah. Alcohol. Yeah, also don't be like, I feel like sometimes it's like too much. Yeah. You know? Well, and too much, well, I will say don't um, say anything negative about another drag queen to me, thinking that, you know, like we're, you know, you see drag queens reading each other. So we're going to be catty with each other. Yeah, I would say that is. You're probably actually talking shit about one of my friends. Yeah. (laughs) And stay towards like positive stuff. Because for some reason, some people think they need to be like sassy with drag queens. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah. They think it's like what they've seen on TV. And instead, it's yeah. like just be a human. Definitely don't like give a a queenie first met like tips. Oh, what yeah, oh no. tips. Who did it? When you met Sharon Needles, <gasps> was it, didn't Sharon Needles say something to you? Oh yeah, well because I met I met Alaska and Sharon both at Berlin actually. And um, Alaska was actually really nice to me. And I would I had probably been doing drag for maybe like a year and a half. And Alaska did come up to me and she was like, you're really pretty. And I was like, I don't believe you. <laughs> like, it was really creepy. But Sharon did say something about uh, my eyebrows, which whatever, like, I know. Yeah, but she just came up unsolicited and started reading your eyebrows. Yeah, and I was just like, whatever. It's Sharon. Like, am I going to really be <laughs> upset about it? <laughs> um, so what is a good like conversation started though I mean you buy the drink you buy the, but also like so many times when you're talking to a queen it's because they had a show that night or you yes. probably have just seen them on stage talk about what they did talk yeah. about what you liked like talk about the work yeah because yeah. I feel like a lot of times I'll have somebody come up and be like um which is really annoying I really want to start doing drag will you be my drag mother and it's like I immediately don't want to talk like, about I it I don't know you because I'm like yeah and also I don't have time to be like it's a lot of work being a mentor is different. It's like I can kind of tell you like where to go, what to see, what to do to like get yourself up there. But like, I'm not gonna make shit for you. I'm not. I mean, I cannot even make shit for myself. But it's like I can give you whatever tips that I think I can offer. But I'm not gonna be there for you all the time. Well, right. Get, like, being, a like being a drag community, really. not a drag person. Like I feel like your drag will grow a lot better if you have multiple people that you're asking questions about than just like one or two mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, just be there. 
Yeah. And just keep showing up and you'll make friends. And don't be a drunk mess when you're talking to someone. Oh, because nobody wants that either. Yeah, because, like, that's my thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the drunk I'll get one. jealous. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the original question was, how did new queens establish themselves in Chicago? Estelle, like, you did Crash Landing the first time, mm-hmm. and you didn't win, and then you no. came back, and you won the second time. Like, Third time. Third time. I did it three times. Oh, wow. Mm. And actually, the first two times I did it, I didn't even make it past the first round. What do you think is the difference? I mean, we're th- that's a competition question, but also, you know, I feel like now you're, you've established yourself more. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that, like, a lot of... The biggest thing for me was learning how to read an audience. Um, mm, very. I, I didn't know how to do that the first couple times I did Crash Landing. I was doing, like... I mean, I still, like... I don't want to make it sound like I was pandering by any means, but like yeah. I figured out what an audience would respond better to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were you just doing it like, <clears throat> these are the songs I like in my room and I'm just going to vibe oh, out yeah. to that. And I feel like a lot of people do that and doesn't necessarily read for an audience. I also think I was, tr- I mean, this sounds horrible and I don't mean to come off this way, but I think I was also trying too hard. I think I was yeah. being kind of a try hard asshole. Like the first couple okay. times I did it because I was trying to be like, I want to be, different and big and I want to make yeah. you know, and it was like no 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 this is about having fun people want to see a fun performance yeah people can tell if you're um, being too heavy handed yeah okay yeah so for me it was kind of learning like how to balance being original and being memorable with being enjoyable to watch yeah and having something that like not every person in front of you has right and, yeah right so yeah I mean but very much uh, I, I would say as far as like when you are competing when you are trying to establish yourself in a new circle, which for me at the time, drag very much was, you know, I mean, it's about, it sounds like almost, um, common sense, but being likable is super important. <laughs> it's crazy. How, how many, <laughs> it's crazy. How many people think that like posting confrontational statuses and right. getting likes and comments mm-hmm. on those is the same as like, you know, doing a really good performance and like, getting a pat on the back it's like yeah but you're not gonna get booked and you're not gonna be well liked. i do love a good fake book though i don't i hate, I hate it booking. I hate you know it. why i hate big booking so much it's because i am so uh self-conscious slash self-absorbed where i think that any per- <laughs> if someone i've never met in my whole life says something that would never pertain to me i assume that it's about me i always mm. think a vague book is about me that's why i hate vague booking like fight amongst yourselves that's cool but if i think it's about me that's what tears me off <laughs> yep it's not about me. It's never about me. Because no. I'm great. Everybody right, of course. It. Duh. But, uh, yes, I don't know. That's yeah, why yeah, I hate yeah. big booking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. yeah. That's a tip for new queens. Don't big book. Because <laughs> we think it's about ourselves. <laughs> Be an asshole and I won't in person. Book you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tag them, just so I know it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, thing, yeah. W- let's see. What's our next one? What is the... Oh, what's the most rewarding <laughs> thing? Bless you. <laughs> What, so sorry. Uh, what's the most rewarding thing about having drag as a career? Um, every time I get annoyed with like having to post everything on Facebook and social media and tag everyone, and it's taking me like twenty minutes to like plug a show on all my social media, <laughs> and I'm like getting kind of frustrated. I think I didn't have to go to a nine to five today, yeah. and I can't complain about this twenty minutes of promoting and then you know three hours worth of drinking with my friends. <laughs> I can't complain that I had to you know buy go across town to buy some new you know Krylon pants stick. Like you, you, <laughs> we're li- it's not, yeah, it's pretty it's, good. It's a good it's life. A pretty yeah. good gig we've got. What's the most rewarding? Um, 
Well, I do have a day job, but I'm a server, so I actually, I, I really like it. So there's like a nice balance between the two. But I often have people that I work with, which I think is kind of tacky, ask me what I get paid to do drag. And I was, and I give them an, a number and a number and then in between. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't need to tell you. I'm not telling you what you're, what tips you're making today. Like, yeah. I'm like, all you need to know is that I make money doing this, and that's all you need to know. Because they they wonder, like, why would you take a weekend off when you're making this amount of money? So they they have to think that I'm probably making the same amount of money, and I'm like, well, you have to think that, like, yeah, I'm making good money doing it still, but I'm also not stressed out when I'm doing a show. I'm with my friends. I'm drinking. I'm hanging out. I'm getting paid good money I'm making good money on stage and tips and stuff and so you're making like, steps towards like your career every yeah, time you perform it's, like, it's I mean yeah. do I want to be a server somewhere. for the rest of my life no, no. So, so every time like, I perform yeah, is like I mean, another chance to show off right and yeah. I don't I mean a lot of them are like actors and stuff that aren't really getting what they want so it's, yeah that's, ask the actors who are working yeah, at, so and I think it's at like, how much they're getting paid. they're kind of like <laughs> jealous that I get to you know dress up as a clown and do what I love to do but they can't seem to do the same for mm-hmm. themselves it's I don't know it's there's like, how you find your drag daughter <laughs> yeah do you too want to look like Bozo the Clown <laughs> with just yes. better hair yes. Yes. Yeah. some would say better hair See, I feel like I can't really comment because I still have like a normal nine to five office job that I go to every day. But that doesn't mean you can't. I mean, you know. Um, but no. But for me, though, like for me, like the reward is almost like I kind of like relish in the double life thing. Um, you know, like like Deborah over here. <laughs> yeah, seriously, seriously, like Deborah and Billing has no fucking idea. Yeah, what I did the night before. Oh, and yeah, I there hate are some, Deborah. By the Deborah's way, Deborah's such an uh, asshole. No, but like I, you know, there's some, there's something about. Yeah, I'm tired as hell when I walk in on a Friday after doing a show on a Thursday night at, till two a.m. at seven in the morning. Yeah, um, and I'm, you know, I want to die for the first like six hours of the day because I'm just so exhausted. But it's worth it because little do they know. So you don't tell anyone at your work what you do. There are three people that I work with that know that I do drag. And it's more so, it's less like, I'm more so worried about the corporate culture that would come yeah. from that. Not you, don't the, want, you don't want the freaking CEOs to show up to your show. You don't want exactly. them to know what you did. You don't want them to find you online and find out you've been like bleeding from the mouth and like doing weird sexual things on stage. <laughs> exactly. You don't want those pulling, receipts out. Like big people. Out of pussy. Pulling yeah. Pussy. Yeah. Yeah. all of your pussy. Doing a right. Jim yeah. Jones impersonation. Doing Jim Jones impersonation. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. You're just trying to keep your nine to five. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, reasonable. So it's kind of awesome in that respect. I, I would love I would love to eventually be able to say, you know, create and, and make you know drag art for a living um but right now it's not in the cards it is very hard to do so yeah oh i'm sure yes i can't imagine not very many people get to do that yeah no it's amazing and it's exhausting i'm sure but well that's the thing like we've been saying like yeah it's super fun it is super fun and it's really great to do but it's also like a hell of a lot of work Mm -hmm. and it forces you to like ask really the thing that i find the most rewarding i think is also the thing that's the hardest which is i have to ask myself a lot of questions about like how am I presenting myself? Who do I want to be on stage? Yeah. How do I want people to perceive me? Yeah. What does that mean about like what how I feel about bus- myself? Yeah, I mean yeah. it's your business. You're yeah. like if your name is on something and you have somebody come in and like super drunk on stage, that's tied to you because that's you booked that person, that's your name, that's your business. Yep. So it's like it reflects on you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure you've dealt with it more than anybody here. But. Well, and I feel like as show director, too, in that same light, I feel like you absorb a lot of, like, 
the punching bag yep. stuff too. Like right. when you're show directing, your you show. become the punching bag. You become all yeah. Have you made mistakes you've had to like backtrack out of? Oh yeah, I mean the first. Uh, the first couple of years, I mean, I was... I want to name so many names right now. Uh, <laughs> oh, you not, mean with, like, people or, like, just things to. that I've done? Well, yes. I, yeah. Well, I, you know, I think she can probably... Ivory can probably attest to this. I think my first few years, I was a little more of a hard ass. Like, I wanted to come in and, and, and make sure that people respected me. And Well, you have to be, and yeah. Because they don't if you don't make them. So you got to swing your dick around a little right. and, and say, you know what? You're fired. Or I actually did have to fire ivory but it wasn't because it wasn't my it wasn't my it wasn't it wasn't her choice no it wasn't my choice uh but anyways you know if someone was late i would in the middle of everyone go you're late why are you late and now thanks for bringing that up (laughs) and and now i would be less you know i i would what what would you say i don't have a little more couth <laughs> you know, you just you don't need to swing your it's dick a big around. Word like, for a Floridian, <laughs> you just don't need to like, you know, tell people that you're the boss anymore. They know. So, yeah, yeah. Just well, also, most rim. people should just like show up to a gig and be professional. Not yeah. have to you be would they're think. Not chill. Well, I know, but you would. Yeah, think. I know, I know, but it's yeah, I know. Tips yeah. for new queens to establish oh, themselves yeah. in Chicago: show yeah. up on time and don't be an asshole. Yeah, yeah. professionalism. That's kind wild. of it. Like that. Like you could stop right there. Really, it's really. It's look okay. It's, you treat it as a job. Yeah, I mean, and I always say it's like how they say you dress for the job you want, not the job you have. So, like, yeah, you're maybe you're doing a tip spot, but you, if you want to be hosting that show, if you want to be, you know, a main character in that lineup. You bring it like, yeah. and we talked about this last podcast. Yep. It's like every time you're doing a tip spot or or an amateur show or something, you're not just trying to get that quick hundred dollars. Yeah. You're showing them a preview of if you book me, this is what you get, yeah. and and so you bring the fucking best, you know. Absolutely. Speaking of that, look, I segued. What for <laughs> drag do you buy online? Oh. Um, Everything. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Amazon, yeah. Unless oh. I'm in a pinch, I literally buy everything online. Uh, what's the website? AliExpress? AliExpress oh, is my man. shit. And I will say, like, it does take, like, three to five weeks to get stuff. But, like, I buy, like, mostly heavy, like, accessories on there. Because it's, like, I'll use this stuff eventually. I'm If I do have time to plan out a look, like, a month in advance, then I'll, like, buy a whole outfit on that. But it's like you save so much money. You're getting usually, I would say, 80% of the time, good quality stuff for, like, so much cheaper. So, yeah, especially for, like, new performers, if you're, like, not trying to spend a lot of money or don't have a lot of money to spend, AliExpress is the way to go. Also, Amazon's pretty cheap if you search hard enough. I buy a lot of thrifting, stones. Thrifting, thrifting for sure. Oh, yes. yes, online thrifting for sure. Um, <laughs> I buy um, I, I buy a lot of uh, stones from Bead and Trim, and they have a lot of the Preciosa. I think it's called. Oh, she's so, bilingual. Woo! It's the it's the stones that are really shiny, and they're the step the ABs. They're the AB, and they're the step below Swarovski, but above like the regular oh. Jellystone. I learned yeah. something today. Bead and Trim, yeah. The shit. Yeah. I used to buy a lot of stuff online, and then I, I don't know, recently I've just been try, like trying to do that bartering economy with friends and yeah. like trying to pay back into the, you know, the local community. Like, 
not buying a bunch of wigs online instead just going to my friend who probably mm-hmm. buys it online anyway but like giving them a <laughs> yeah. little bit of money to style or you know well there, there's also like so many companies like I mean Arda did it a lot when they first started but like there's like little companies that are growing that like you can reach out to them and be like hey yeah. I'm this person show them like your social media whatever and they'll like throw you free stuff just to promote them especially when they're just like starting yeah. off like they'll they'll send you so much stuff just to wear it and post a picture of it and tag them and whatever. Absolutely. That's how Arda got so big. It's true. Arda still does that every now and then. But yeah. yeah. But that's harder. I mean, we also live in Chicago where it's a little bit easier yeah, to do that. Like, yeah, for sure. And let alone we're like... The, we're super spoiled. Yeah. Let alone the queens in like and Australia the and the UK crazy. where it's like so hard to find stuff. Or like, I think about like Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you gotta get shipped, anything shipped in. Like, there, you yeah. can't just go to the wig store and buy some eyelashes or something yeah absolutely eyelashes buy eyelashes online all the time i always find that just i mean because i'm a i'm a bigger girl i have issues finding like stuff i can't just walk into like akira and yeah, something mm-hmm. sure. you know so like a lot of times i have to like i'm just saying i'm just using it for example <laughs> <laughs> akira has plus size now oh do they yeah oh good to know it's like stores oh wow okay anyway but no i always find also has like, a maternity section Perfect. You know what? Okay, for real, <laughs> my first drag outfit I bought from the uh, maternity section at Walmart. What? I mean, listen, wow. you can find some I'm serious. shit. I'm serious. I'm not even kidding. I think it's so That's the most funny. goddamn American thing I've ever Stop. heard. Oh, yep. Pregnant women love their sequins. Mm-hmm. It's for true. some reason. You want to feel fancy? They want to be fabulous. But too. yeah, no. I use um, my favorite my favorite go-to just because a lot of my drag is a little bit more retro-inspired. Is this uh, place called lindybop.com. They have Ooh. a really cute plus-size. What is it called? Lindybop. L-I-N-D-Y-B-O-P. Okay. Dot com. They have really cute, like, vintage-inspired outfits. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's fun. All right, next question. Uh, how do you uh, personally balance drag versus your normal life? I don't. I don't. Yeah, I, don't. Yeah, I, I literally like wrote, I don't. I feel like that's an I don't across the board. Mm-hmm. It meshes, it just, it all just meshes together, I feel. Everyone's always tired. Everyone's always under under everything yeah. Yeah. I'm stressed I mean like if slept. I'm at home not in drag or don't have a gig I'm like thinking about it still like it's just it's which is always, a good thing which yeah. means you're enjoying your job yeah. well yeah I mean but yeah. it's always like there yeah you know it actually calms me down to think about to mm-hmm. be like when I'm having a really rough time with all of the other aspects of my life to think about the next number that I'm I do lose do, sleep like, about oh. it sometimes I'll be oh, in no. bed and I'll just be like thinking about like a look I want to put together and I like won't fall asleep until like I actually get out of bed write it down so I don't have to think about it anymore. I love that, though. Yeah. I do that with, like, jokes and things. Like, you... I compulsively make mixes. Yeah. Oh, like, you, you make great mixes. a backlog of mixes. That Jim Jones mix I made, like, last December or oh, something. Wow. wow. Oh, you told me you made that special for me. Huh? Uh, no, the I truth put, comes out. You I put together start... the look special. Oh, okay. <laughs> you should start selling them and uh-huh. making them yeah. special I have. for people. I have you? Some people. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's mm. ghost mixing now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ghost mixing. Very interesting. <laughs> a dollar a bop. But yeah, I was watching um, the movie Rockstar the other day with Mark Wahlberg and Jennifer Aniston. Oh Look, do not judge me. It movie. is just candy. It is dumb, dumb it's candy. It, was it kind of like in the Arrow post? Uh, what was the big like Rockstar movie that came out the, where the girls are like the Band-Aids? The girls, the oh, almost famous. Yeah, was oh, it like I love that it was movie. kind of like a shitty version? It was. Of they that. were like, oh, this is sellable. Let's make yeah. this, but Just it wasn't. Throw near- Mark Wahlberg on this. Yep. Yeah. Oh, 
but like look, Josie and the Pussycats. Both movies are amazing in their own it's way. However, Very Rockstar is worse. Ways. And <laughs> but I was watching it, and there's this scene where before he gets like the big break, where he goes to his day job fixing copiers at the office building, <laughs> and he's like fixing the thing and like lecturing the guy on on doing something bad to the copier. And this like business dude looks at him and is like, "Is that mascara?" And he just looks at him. And he's like, "I'm in a band, okay." And I was just like, "This is all of our lives. Anybody that has a day job." We show up with glitter and, like, you know, the outline of our overlined lips, like, showing (sighs) through the... I just had a review at work, and uh, one of the things that my manager told me was that they could tell (gasps) when I would come into work and I had a show the night before. And I was like, how can you tell? And they were like, well, like, your, your mood's just a little bit lesser, like, your energy isn't... Like, you just seem tired. And also... You usually have some, like, black stuff around your eyes. <laughs> yeah, you have full foundation, and you're wearing heels, and yeah, you smell like alcohol. a wig on. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Covered in vomit. Uh, you performed for the tables. <laughs> <laughs> I was sent home from work once because I forgot to take off my nail polish one morning. Oh, and I was no. just like, oh, that was a, a That was a sent-home offense? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, no. Then yeah. why don't they have nail polish remover at the fucking office? <laughs> I know, right? It should be right? free for everybody. Come on, much... Brenda. Yeah. If Get it you together. Can... Gail. Really? You got to sit oh, home yeah. for that? Why didn't you go to the Walgreens? Or you just wanted to go home. Oh, I said fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This, I went to it's going to take me years yeah, to take yeah. this off. I'm going to have to go home <laughs> the whole day. This is lacquered and epoxied on. I'm going home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, no. That's a scam. Mm-hmm. When was that? Really funny. This, when was that? You work in an office? Oh, yeah. My current office job. Scam. Do you, like, do you, interact with other people like that like sale are you do you are you just on the phone or are you like- i i support like a team of like it people like i do all their like, all their billing and their nonsense all the garbage that they don't want to deal with um but i do deal now and again with like customers upper level management people oh my wow. god so you're not dealing with customers oh oh i see no customers ever oh so the management the management was so shady homophobic your- well well they're old what white color men. was it they're old white what color was your they were like, like red. Oh, that's oh, why. that's why that explains it. Yeah. yeah, you were Whore. fucking slut at work. That's why. <laughs> I was sucking should... dick under the desk. Yeah, you should <laughs> like, all right. Yeah, you shouldn't have wore that red <laughs> nail polish if you didn't want to be sent. I know. Oh okay. my god. Yeah. Um. <laughs> cool. So this is great. <laughs> this I'm life. having a great time. Um. <laughs> is it because of the podcast or the medication? <laughs> I don't know. That Nyquil just hit you hard, huh? Nyquil. Wow. Or Dayquil. Uh, it's Dayquil. <laughs> I wanted to stay asleep. awake for this podcast. <laughs> Um, all right, how do you find a drag mother? I, none of us have drag mothers, mm-hmm. but we all have, uh, you know, I can think mentors. And yeah. we, I think, I think, like I said earlier, like you just find that like drag community. You find like that group of people that like just like amps you up and like gets you excited mm-hmm. or like helps you out. I mean, yeah, I mean, you were like one of those for me, Tranica. <laughs> now they're making out. Yeah. <laughs> I will take twenty dollars from every performance that you. Yeah, so um, I'm gonna have to lose money. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I think yeah, I think you get adopted or you just find your humans. Yeah, find your works. tribe. Yeah, mm. <laughs> the longest time yeah. my drag family was Reddit. Like that's not even. Reddit. Oh man, I don't yeah. go there. It's scary. It is I've now. Never been on it. Uh, Reddit. I like Reddit. I have secretly been on Reddit a lot. Just secretly, fun. not a secret anymore. Did you hear that Reddit? Tranica's lit. I'm I'm around. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've never <laughs> commented or anything. You know what? I'm really, and this is even more embarrassing. I'm 
I just love checking. Uh, I watch a lot of Real Housewives, and it's just I wake up and you know you have to find something mindless to do. I'm always like, "What's Nini doing?" And <laughs> so I'm just always on. I usually just masturbate, but whatever. Oh yeah, I do that. <laughs> oh god, while well, you're yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nini, what's Nini doing? Oh, what's Nini doing? <laughs> Jeez, poor Nini. Um, we knew it was going to be like this. I just we knew it was going to be like, like this. I think today. your Reddit activity says a lot about you as a person because, like, mm-hmm. yours is like Real Housewives. Mine is like conspiracy theories. Ooh, <laughs> ooh! I, bring me into that because I want to get in there. Oh, I'm so. Oh, oh my god! Sh- tell me, what do you follow on Reddit? Yeah, what's are, are you part of a subreddit? <laughs> I follow. I do. The, I follow the drag subreddit. I follow our uh, No Sleep, which is all ooky spooky stories. Oh. Our No Sleep. Okay, I'm writing this down. I follow our conspiracy theories. Okay. Um, I follow um, our dark web. Oh wow, Ooh, I'm love loving this. Web. Um, I'll send you a list. Okay, I'll I have my subs when I get home. One that I do follow that's drag related is RPDR cringe. Oh, oh that's so fun. Man. Did you know it? It's all cringy drag race mm-hmm. stuff, and it's there's some girls that they go really hard on. What? So mean. Oh, and it's amazing. And they even, like, <laughs> fuck with the fellow fans and stuff. Like it's. It's, it's real good. I love a good. It's real good. God, this right. is terrifying to I me. S- stay away. Yeah, I just stay away. <laughs> um, favorite thing about hosting slash running shows in Chicago? Well, uh, three of us at this table for sure host and run shows. You've hosted before, right? I've hosted, and I did have a show that I ran in the suburbs for a while. Yeah. Yeah. What was it called? It was called Yas Queen. <laughs> um, of course, it was. <laughs> Can I ask you why it's not around anymore? Uh, to be totally honest, there was an issue, not at one of my shows, but at another show at the same establishment, where um, an underage patron was assaulted. <gasps> and the way management handled Yikes. it, I was like, okay, I'm just... Oh, so yeah. you were like, do I, I stepped away. I was oh, like, I can't. I'm like, wow, no, yeah. this was not handled properly. Yes. Um, despite, like... And there was very nice. there was very much like, oh, but there's no like real proof. There's a lot of victims going on. And I was yeah, like, no. that's not how you handle Bye. it. Bye. Good for you. So I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. Do you, you see, this is kind of a, on the same subject, but also not on the same subject. Do you see how, uh, like, all the girls walked out in Atlanta? Yep. Of, what was the name of it? It was where they had other show, uh, Eva Destruction. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. There was, like, 20 of Phoenix, like, 20 of them just, like, staged a big walkout. Really? Within two weeks, because the owner was uh, writing, like, pro-Confederate flag, like, racist stuff so online. Gross. And so within two, yeah. three weeks, the place was fucking closed and now they have a new place for other show and everything everyone just walked out wow Didn't they just basically transfer everything from that bar to another bar to other bars like, yeah. yeah it was at Burkhardt's good for them Burkhardt's is done R.I.P. yep yep love that good for them that's um, badass so favorite, what's your favorite thing about hosting a show and running a show Ivory um well Killer Babes was my first and I love Killer Babes. It's so much fun. I mean, it's still what it's been over two years. And it's yeah. still, it still scares the shit out of me. Every <laughs> Why? What scares you? I'm just I'm a nervous person. Yeah, you know that. You like are. I get really like I don't know. I just always think that something is gonna go wrong. And at Killer Babes, especially like we've made a joke about it. Like it wouldn't be Killer Babes unless something went wrong. Yeah. Um, the sound system is rather janky. Oh, it's oh, and, it, no, yeah. and that's really what it is. It's just a sound system. Um, but the bar's given me a lot, and they've done a lot for me, so I'm very grateful for that. So but, um, you know, since then, I've gotten um, BYOB at G-Man with Valentine, which is, like, our Loteria night. Um, I have Fuego at Scarlet, and I have um, Slay at Berlin. So, like, I have a lot of things that make me feel good. But You're running as many shows as I am. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> you are. It's actually yeah. really weird. Yeah. Um, 
I often really have to like reel it in and think about it because it is really weird. But I mean, I love it because it makes me it makes me feel important. It makes me feel like I'm doing stuff for not only like the queer community but also like my Latin community. Yeah, which is nice that I get to like do kind of both of those in like one. Josh, what draws but, you to to like wanting to be a showrunner? Um, Cause, like you were someone in high school that was like on all the clubs, uh, yeah, stuff, right? Yeah, because yeah. I did. <laughs> yeah, we just talked about this the other day. Um, <laughs> I was like in student council. I like I did newspaper. I did um, yearbook. I did link, which was like you helped like the freshmen get like accommodated to like going into oh, like so high school. Yeah, I loved all that shit. I liked being like like I don't like telling people what to do, but I like um like helping, I guess. Cause I know that like I've gotten so many opportunities from other people that have like they didn't need to help me. They didn't need yeah. to like care, but they did. And I kinda wanna be that person for other people who maybe don't the connector. Yeah, like the connector. Yeah. yeah. And so that's why like with Killer Babes and Slay, um, we've added those where it's like we bring in these new performers to kind of get them out of that setting where they can just do whatever they want and yeah. be weirdos and like bring their friends and just party with us. And then, you know, hopefully that'll help them grow into being, you know, whatever they want to be. So yeah. I don't know. That's what I I guess that's what I enjoy about it the most is like helping what do you hate? What do you hate? What do I hate? Do you hate telling people what to do? Do you hate, like... I feel like I don't really tell people what to do, though. And maybe that's my fault, is, like, I'm not bossy enough. Because I feel like sometimes I do get... I think people think that I'm just, like... Um, like, I'm just, like, too... Too laid back sometimes when I'm, like, hosting stuff. So I think people, like, walk on me for that. And I don't know. I mean... You're relaxed. But yeah, but I, but I mean, you've seen me when somebody yeah. fucks my shit up. Yeah. I'm not relaxed anymore. I like, like it when you get mad. Yeah. So, I like pop off very easily, and that's not a good thing either. But having worked with you, like having, having been booked by you, I would actually disagree. Like, I feel like, I mean, the first, and the, not, not a bad fight, way. Like, fight, I feel like, fight, no, I, fight. I think you're yeah. No, I know what you're saying. I, I think know. you're a fucking bitch all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, I don't, think it's, I don't think you being laid back is a detriment. Like, I feel yeah. like, especially like the first time you booked me, I think, you, I, think I worked with you for Slay before I did Killer Babes the first time. Yeah. And, like, I was still super, like, nervous and unsure of myself, and you were just the nicest person, and working with yeah. you was entirely pleasant. And... Well, because I can sense when somebody's stressed out because it's, like, oh. looking in a mirror, basically. <laughs> yeah. And it's, like, okay, I'm not stressed out at this moment, so how do I ease this person down? Yeah. Like, how do I basically bring that person down as the way I bring myself down? So that's, like, what I try and do It's be, like, Works. it's not that serious. It's a drag show. You're going to be fine. Yeah. If yeah. they don't like you... Um, what did Kim Kim Chi would always say? What's the worst that could happen? You could die. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, well, I mean, you can embarrass yourself, but I mean, who hasn't at this table embarrassed himself? But that's multiple like, times? oh yeah, so, doing it right now. That's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's like what's gonna happen when you, yeah, like you have. I mean, to you're putting yourself the that, out there for literally an entire bar to see. Yeah, something bad you're, is always gonna happen. You're gambling no. and you're hoping that you're gonna get like riotous applause and everyone's gonna think it's great yeah. and then there's that one out of a hundred times where you just go oh yeah I just took a left turn I should have took a right <laughs> yeah. turn I just flopped this one real hard and I'm well, just best, floundering that was like last November at Killer Babes when I ate that edible <laughs> oh man that was probably my worst experience hosting ever I did not <laughs> was, was I don't even really remember oh man did they give it to you no, no I shot was... Um, I don't think December. he'd care if I said it. I shot. <laughs> oh, 
I shot with Adam right before, and he gave me an edible. Oh, man. And I just remember getting to the bar and, like, people were trying to have conversation with me, and I was just like, (laughs) "Uh uh-huh, yeah. And then it came time for the show to start, and I was like, I am not ready (laughs) to, like, get in front of all of these people. And I think Trina came up to me, and she was like, are you okay? Like, no, I'm high as fuck right now. And it was, like, right in the middle when we did the raffle that I started to, like, ease out of it. And I was like, okay, I think I'm good The second now. half of the show was amazing. Oh, that first half, though. Oh, I was stressed <laughs> out. I hate when I say yes to, like, one too many shots. And, like, you're just trying to be, like... Play it cool, play it cool, like everything's great, but in your head, yeah, yeah you just and you're like, double talking. You're like, and make like, some noise for Cat's ass. Welcome to the stage, Lucky Step. Yeah, it's a get, lot of, yeah. Yeah. Trying to get it over with as fast as you can. Yeah, that can be rough. It is nice, though, to like, because I always feel like when I'm in those moments, there's always at least one other person in the show that I can look at and just be like, help me. Well, and that's, that's <laughs> why I, that's why. Killer Babes was so stressful for me because I'm alone. Yeah, you're all by yourself. With, like, Slay, I have Claire. With BYOB, I have uh, Valentine. Yeah. Fuego, I'm talking in a mic in a dark club, so it really doesn't matter. I'm not, <laughs> I'm, I'm not on a spotlight, so right. it's not a big deal. But that's what was scary is that I was alone. Yeah, Kat and I like to really save each other when things... We'll just like look at each other and be like, are you okay? We'll, yeah. we'll check in a couple yeah. of times during the show and yeah. be like, you okay? And I mean, it we're is like, nice to have I need to regroup. That, like, banter with and like yeah. if you're feeling some sort of way they can kind of pick yep. it up for you yeah, yeah. I love well, it it's hard to be alone they do I kind of like the solid like you know, <laughs> I, like I, the solitude yeah I like the I respond well to the pressure of like wait are you an only child uh, exactly <laughs> I had siblings so I can't do that I, I yeah I think I just respond to that like all right go up there and do the thing if you don't do it they're just gonna laugh at you <laughs> well yeah they're gonna laugh and at they you do that's true yeah, I don't know. I like that pressure, though. Yeah. All Should right. we ask another question? Yeah, this next one, I feel like we've answered it in um, uh, a couple other times. Well, you and I have. Yeah, we have. Uh, I mean, this is our this is our touchy-feely moment, so we don't have to spend too much time on it. Ugh, is, has drag made you question or re-evalu- your, reevaluate your gender at all? Um, no. Yeah. The entire table just went... No, <laughs> I mean, for me, no. I've never questioned, like... I think, like, I definitely, like, before drag, I identified as, like, gay male. I'm just, like, queer now. Because mm-hmm. I think there's just... I've learned so much about myself through drag. And with people that I like and people that I enjoy being around, sexually or not, that I've realized that, like... Anally. Anally. <laughs> uh, or not. Uh, that I don't, like... I don't consider myself just, like, gay. I'm, like, I'm kind of, like, whatever... For me, it was actually, like, an interesting experience because I, before I started drag, I was having a lot of, like, gender dysphoria issues. Like, I thought that I was, I was 100% certain that I was a trans person before I started drag. Yeah. Like, I was to the point where I was, like, ready to start hormone therapy. Like, I was like, let's do this. What's the timeline on that? Uh, That was probably about eight months or so before I started, like, before I stepped into drag for the first time. Um, And and so, like, how long ago? uh, I've been in drag for about two years. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe like roughly three years ago. That's okay. Like, yeah. Um, and it was it was weird because like my my whole experience as like a, a queer person is kind of weird. Like I came out relatively late in life. I was actually like engaged at one point to be married to a woman. Um, really? Yeah. Like I was like oh I was gosh. living with this person. I was like I knew I was I knew that I was not straight, 
Um, but I actually, I was dumped by my very first boyfriend. I was very, very into this person. And then when that happened, I was like, well, I'm going to make myself straight. Cause that sucked. Really? So I like kind of forced myself and it was, and did it wasn't this person, uh, the, the person that did the girl that you were with after she knew that you had male relationships mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. She, uh, oddly enough, she works with another Chicago queen. So like, it's like, <sighs> she's very in the oh, wow. loop. Yeah, it's really interesting. It's oh, very interesting wow. It's, uh, it's fucked up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so like I was living with her. I was We were ready to get married. I remember I, I woke up one morning. I was like, this is not, I am not a straight person. Yeah. I was like, not to get too serious. I was literally like suicidal to the point of like considering yeah. it. And wow. after that ended, I started like reevaluating my gender. And um, I kind of was like, I drag has always been like an adjacent part of my life. Because I grew up, like my mom you know, I grew up with, like, John Waters in the household. Like, I was aware. I knew who Divine was. I knew who RuPaul was. I'm so... That's so exciting and a topic for another oh, really? conversation because okay. that's amazing. Yeah, like, it, was, it was so cool. We have so, to like, talk more about that. I kind of was, like, through my, you know, theater experience, like, someone's like, maybe, you know, give Drag a try. Maybe that'll help you because I was not... Like, I was ready yeah. to start transitioning, but I wasn't... Sure, I was still playing with it. And then I started doing Drag and I was like, this isn't something... Like, it, it gave me the outlet that I needed. And now, like, I very much identify as a queer queer male body person yeah but like it totally gave me an outlet that i never knew was that's such a good way to put it a quill quill queer male bodied person yeah Yeah. that's good i like that so yeah it was very much um drag became drag became my hormone therapy so to speak i Uh, i kind of did the same thing where like when i started i was i I was wearing dresses to the club and painting Mm -hmm. my nails and wearing lashes and like doing and, and i was more queer than I ever in my life. And then I started doing drag and it was like, no, I want to be more masculine when I'm not doing drag because right. it's just like, I don't want to transition. Cause you, of course you think about it when you're, you, you think it's about these the things. Air. Yeah. Like I didn't know I had thought from maybe I was trans. Um, but yeah. And then drag is like, no, this is the outlet to do this, but it's not something I want to live in, right. but it helps me to express this corner of my brain and it's not something that I'm going to live in all the time. Yeah. There's like a gender pressure that gets taken off when you're doing yeah. something else. Like yeah. Some, Another and, good term. And then gender if you pressure. like, I don't know, for like obviously for people at this table, it took some of the pressure off and then they, you were able to explore different things. For me, it was like a confirmation yeah. mm-hmm. where it was like, oh, all of these things that you were feeling are totally valid all of the the confusion, not even confusion because it's just truth about my body and how I feel about my body. All of that is yeah. is not just about the presentation of it. It's actually about just living in this skin. So, like, for me, it was like, oh, great. So now we have to do something about that. Sorry, I just you poured champagne. Just, I'm listening I, no, to No, it's you. good. I feel like we're toasting now. Yeah, let's do a toast. That's toast absolutely. to gender pressure. To gender pressure, gender pressure. absolutely. I'm going to steal one of this. Yeah. Um, this episode brought to you by what is the brand of this champagne we're drinking? La Marca Prosecco. Not the juice. Oh. <laughs> Walgreens. Do you want more Jewish? Cafe I do W want more champagne. Juice. Some more Jewish. Always, always. Do you want more alcohol first. No, yeah. Can maybe I have some more champagne. No, maybe just yeah. the juice. Okay. I swear we're gonna toast in a minute here. Isn't this fun? So. Do you feel like you're here, diarrhea. dear yeah. audience member? Do you feel like you're at this is there table? Dairy with us? in the champagne. As <laughs> <laughs> if so. Get ready. No oh, no. Get that ready. Did you know, I mean, amazing. this is kind of, I mean, it's your, well, you've told the story, but Estelle, you know about Lucky was, like, married and 
No. I was. Excuse me? You didn't know that. Did you not no. know? Wow. It's Here's... crazy what happens when you don't listen to previous uh, podcasts. Oh, God, oh, go. Yeah. Be on, you go back, fucking bitch. Go, red hair go back to uh, previous episodes. I talk about my marriage a little bit. How long were you married? I was married for, we were married for just over five years and I was with him for 11 years. Get what? Out. I know. Chicago. Don't you feel like you're peeling back this onion? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> why, I knew we why, connected for a why, reason. Why, I Why lived an a, onion? I lived a... I don't know, because I'm smelly and... and Parfait. Delicious. Um, what are you doing? Wow. <laughs> Stupid. It was like a out. shot of juice just got poured we, we into... We just organically made a Shrek reference. Did we? What? Shrek you made reference. the onion comment, and I was like, like a parfait. Oh. Uh, we just organically made a Shrek reference. You would know that. We had to bring Shrek into this. I don't know this. why you yeah, would know that. But, but yeah. anyway, toast. Toast. A toast Cheers. to gender pressure. Clink, clink. Clink, 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 clink. Spill it all over the microphones. This stuff is cheap, right? I don't know. How much does it cost? Um, wait, this is uh, it's a perfect time to move on to the next question, which I'm very excited about. Because we sort of already talked about the drag queens intimidate me. How do I approach them? But what was your first experience in drag? What was the first song you performed to? I have I I just want to give a little shout out to Jerfay's show that is no longer out uh, out of sync. Which was this oh just t- total open stage show that Jerfay did your in first Berlin? Time? That was my first time ever. Yeah. When was that? Two years ago. More, more than a little over two years ago. I don't know two why. And, I feel two like and you've been like doing drag for just like five so years long. at no, least. That's yeah. Wild. That, no, I'm a. I'm a. That's just, like recent. I'm just a scrappy adolescent. You really are. <laughs> yeah. The scrappy do. Scrappy do. I'm the scrappy do of drag. Um, but okay. I did, I, I got... Scrappy knows she I, better don't. Oh, no. <laughs> Scrappy-Doo is really annoying. I don't know if I want that on my resume. Eh. Um, but what if Kat did a Scooby look and you did a Scrappy look? Oh, man. If I think And Aurora Gosmic did a... The ghost. Uh, <laughs> what was the, the stoner one? Shaggy? Shaggy. Shaggy. Oh, I was going to say that's me. She don't smoke weed. I smoke no. mad weed. I'll be your Shaggy. If I smoke anybody, crack. Who am I? If any- <laughs> Velma. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely Velma. Losing your glasses ass. Um, yeah, I got, I put on like a really long purple wig and a, a Were you doing your like, and- like when did your signature makeup start? I, I, it's, it developed. I, ha- I didn't have the triangles yet. Okay. I didn't know. I still had the sad eyebrows. That was always a thing. Mm. I always knew I was sad. <laughs> but don't we but the triangles just like grew over time. Like adapted. Yeah. Well, not, yeah. That's probably the wrong word to use. But I don't know. It, it took it took a while. It took at least six months for that to get a little bit more solidified. I just can't believe it's only been two years. It's wild. I'm just a baby. Um, yeah, I did a Peggy Lee song. I did Is That All There Is. <sighs> that's such a good song. It's a great song. Anyway, that was my first experience. Estelle, what was your first experience in drag? My first experience in drag ever was Tranica's Most Wanted. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Ever? Mm-hmm. That was the first time I ever performed in drag. Crazy. R.I.P. Tranica's Most mm-hmm. Wanted. And I Wait, did... the Berlin version, not the Scarlet version the that I was version. aggressively fired from? Yes. <laughs> not to bring that up again. <laughs> but let But yeah. Yeah, no, it was, yeah. it was the Berlin version. It was probably two years ago now. Yeah. Um, oh, and I did uh, a Distillers song. I did Beat Your Heart Out. Yes. Distillers! And I slipped on stage. <gasps> I slipped on stage because someone made a mess or something. And Which is why I'm so violently <laughs> angry about messes. And I'm mm-hmm. to this day, I, I get... Oh, yes. Yeah. There, will no, there will no longer Fly be into messes. a murderous rage. But my favorite thing about it, though, is that someone took video, and I run up stage, start the number, I slip, and you just hear Travis go, Oh! <laughs> <laughs> 
I have this oh thing gosh. that I feel like I have to narrate it with like sound effects, oh, it's so like funny. a wacky like. <laughs> I think my first song was this song called "Masquerade by Science," which I've come to understand was only pretty much played in Florida in the late 90s. <laughs> At JJ Giveaway? <laughs> Shut up. Uh, but I actually found a video later of Detox performing it, too. What? But she was, like, living in Orlando, and That's I so later was, like, that song. She's like, yeah, no one knows that song, but it was, like, all over the radio in Florida. But <laughs> Look up Science. It might have been spelled differently. Masquerade. Oh, the song is called Masquerade. The, Masquerade. the group is Science. Yeah, I think okay. it's Science. It might be spelled away. I don't know. Look it up. <laughs> It goes like this. Do you want to be lovers tonight where the mood is right? Keep up this masquerade. Do you want to come home with me? It kind of sounds like that. Yeah, It was pre-MySpace. Did it autoplay on your page? What was your first number? My first... The first song I ever performed was Pussy by Iggy Azalea. Oh, my God. Naturally. Wow. And it was at Spin for Dragzilla, which was their amateur oh. drag contest. I did that fucking show. But... Nisha was mean. It was really cool because my mom was there. So my mom saw Aww. the first time I ever performed. Blanca. Which was... I was wearing, like, like a... What is it called? A, a bandeau. Yeah. And it was um, La May. It was purple. Oof. It, just hideous. Like, <laughs> from ragstock to riches. Uh, I remember the first so time I, I saw you in drag, and it, it was at a Sharon Needle show at Spin. I was the nurse. Yeah. You were dressed as a <laughs> nurse, and you were with Haley, and I was... I a mess. I looked so gross. <clears throat> yeah, there's a picture of me from that night, yeah. and I had a necklace really that was just like... 30, like, multicolored Wait, were you ra- drag? rabbit's feet from... Oh, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. Yeah. That kind of sounds fucking awesome. It was awesome. cool. Yeah. yeah. You were wearing a skin-tight black dress. Which I is all... I just owned every 30 versions of that. <laughs> and I also used to buy all my wigs at Beatniks, and the, the only one that was high enough... I can't remember the name of this wig, but I had eight different versions mm-hmm. of this fucking dirty, nasty... Like bootleg ass wig, one with a treasure chest in it, oh, one with a T Rex. Oh my god! Oh, well, it had a huge netting thing in it because it was supposed to be a beehive. I know all of Tranica's looks, and <laughs> I used to fully. I just bought a bunch of them, and I would like uh, sew stuff into it so that, like, in the front, like, there's a treasure chest on one, or there's like a um, like there was I've like a unicorn pictures. going through one. Yeah. Tranica so used to be trash. really creative. Yeah, I'm just glad <laughs> that Beatnix has always had shitty wigs because, like, yeah, oh yeah. Hey, do you need eyelashes? We don't have those. <laughs> Are you looking for extra large tights? In what color? We have none of them. You heard the, the eyelash drama, right? There oh, yeah. they were. drama? Beatnix was saying that eyelashes were a certain type. They were 301s, but they were not 301s. Yeah, they were just renaming them. Yeah, they were like like larger to something. I worked at Beatnix two Halloweens in a row. Mm-hmm. It was awful. <laughs> um, cool. For those of you who don't know, Beatnix is our drag store, uh, mm-hmm. which uh, is always conveniently just run out of anything you need. <laughs> um, this podcast. Yeah, today we are brought to you by Beatnix. <laughs> Do you need that? Well, go we somewhere don't have else. It. Yeah, hit up Amazon, <laughs> where we buy all our stuff and sell it 10 times more expensive. Yes, but with a bad attitude. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. <laughs> We can. It's, it's a whole wow. podcast. This do you whole do you love happened. customer service? I'm just, neither do we. <laughs> I bought a I bought a fucking necklace from them, and I left, and like one of the gem things fell out. I literally turned around and walked in, and I was like, "Hey!" And they're like, "Sorry, no returns." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, eat my whole ass, fuck yeah. you!" <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. Wow, you love party. Yep. Um, All right. This is our final question. Oh yay! <sighs> We're all over. so sad about it. Estelle's over it. Oh my god! Estelle's thank ready god. to go. <laughs> oh, I'm just curious what it is. I'm excited. 
When did you realize you wanted to do drag? Oh, there's two questions. When did you realize you wanted to do drag at a professional level? What was the hardest part about making that transition? It's hard to feel when it's time yeah. for that to happen, mm-hmm. I think. I know. You don't, and sometimes you, you're like, it's time, and then you try, and you're like, no. <laughs> I had already been doing shows, and I had, like, my own. I had Trinic was Most Wanted at Scarlet, and I was doing matinee, but I don't think it was, like, mine yeah. yet. And I got Milwaukee Pride, and wow. I was like, oh, my God, this is my first big get, and I just had my fifth year doing it so this is five years ago and I was like oh my god I'm so excited like this is it like I feel like the shit and I go and there's like 6,000 people and I'm on the runway and you can't tell me shit and like oh people are following me on Instagram like (laughs) you know you just it's a it's a big moment for your career and you just really soak it in and Monday came and I missed my shift at (gasps) David's Tea where I was working oh Oh, right, man I go and yeah and I went in and my district manager was like there that day and just pretty much just fired me there and was like you keep missing things and I was like yeah you're right (laughs) like yeah I should probably just not do this and and I was, I just took it as like, yeah, like the universe is telling you like, fuck that. You don't need that retail job anymore because you already have like the setup to go further in what you're doing. So I just doubled down and went to work and was like, what other shifts can I pick up? I started bartending. What other things can I do? Yeah. And then it became my full-time job. So let the universe tell you when the fuck to get out of David's tea. Kiss my ass. That <laughs> district manager, she's a fucking bitch. Wow. <laughs> fucking bitch. Oh my God. She said that I was a that I looked like an idiot on paper because <gasps> I kept missing, I kept showing up late. I, to be fair, I was an idiot. I'm like, well, uh, yeah. at least cover that. Oh. oh my God. Crappy retail jobs, am I right? Uh, the worst. Urban Outfitters, kiss my ass. Ooh. Akira. And Taylor. Ooh. Yeah, bougie. GameStop. Yeah, you look like you work at games. Oh, also, Bath and Body Works suck my dick. Oh my I worked God. at Hollister for two years. <laughs> We're just going to start killing We're never going to get any corporate sponsors, y'all. Let's just talk shit about all uh, of the major chains. Um, actually, actually stop or Bath and Body Works, though? Like, let's be real. Wendy's and is my sponsor. sponsor. That's so. true. Wendy's, killer babes. All, get it your, takes, uh, all it takes is for you to suck Wendy's dick, and you got free gift cards <laughs> for free life. Free frosty shots forever. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. I God. thought it was a joke the first time I saw it. Everyone thought it was a joke. That's and so I was funny. like, joke's on you. Wendy's has good this merch. This is the best thing that's come out of my drag is it's that so Wendy's funny. is my sponsor. That's good. That raffle. Also, I, Trinica had never felt jealousy until she found out that <laughs> Wendy's was my sponsor. I said, I don't normally feel jealous of people. I like to congratulate my friends. I feel proud of she them. She hated but me. But when I found out that you got Wendy's to sponsor... Killer babes at atmosphere. I genuinely felt mad. I still don't understand how you did that. I that have is a wild. Yeah, I have a really good friend, uh, Sean Knox. Uh, he Wait, is the shout out to Sean. Yeah, shout out to Sean Knox. Um, he is the. I don't actually know his like correct term uh, or like his title, but he is what I would have to assume a regional manager because he manages all the Wendy's in Chicago and area except one. Oh wow, Jesus. Um, yeah, which is the one like right across the street from, uh, oh my God, what's that? Why are we Lane Tech. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying, get to know people and you get weird That's sponsorships. True. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Well, that was a weird note to end on. <laughs> what's your favorite drag number that you've ever done? <laughs> Not a number. <laughs> what's your favorite drag moment that you've had? Ooh, I 
think Milwaukee Pride takes it from me. Yeah. Every year, I'm just like, this. it just is such a rock star thing. What's your rock? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, my favorite drag number is Chernika's least favorite drag number that I ever do is the White Potter Perm because I think you've oh, seen it yeah. a million times. Oh my god, you um, would have thought she was getting paid to do that number. Like I was, <laughs> I you, actually was. You would have thought that like whoever wrote that song like. Um, I think my favorite drag moment has honestly been like any like college gig I've done, just because like those kids yeah. make you feel like a movie star. Mm-hmm. It's like. Well, I mean, for the most part, it's like you're introducing drag to the majority of these people, and then after the show's over, they just, like, bum-rush you for pictures, tell you yeah. how cool you are, and it's like, I don't feel like I really did that much, but thank you. Like, it, you're literally doing nothing but bringing so much joy to these people's lives, and it's like, that's, I don't know. I think that's, like, really cool. And also, like, I did C2E2 with Foxy, like, this was four or five years ago. Foxy and this, Kim. Yeah, Foxy Kim. And I was dressed as Rarity from My Little Pony. And <laughs> a lot of the little kids were, I think, confused on what I was, like, gender-wise. So they couldn't get past that, which I think was weird. Or maybe it, they were just like, this is a character that I love, and it's tangible now, so how do I react? There was this one little girl. She literally ripped away from her father and ran up to me, and I was just like... I picked her up, and her mom had the most frightened face. Aww, she thought I was going to drop her. Of course. So I was wearing heelless heels. I was like, your daughter is fine. I'm just really happy that she's excited to see me because I'm just excited to see her. Like, kids in drag, or kid, not kids in drag, but kids around drag, like, make me very happy. Yeah. There needs to be more of that. Yeah. I love yeah. that stuff. I love meeting yeah. kids. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, they're just, they don't know what's going on. They're just excited about you're it. You're just a costumed character. Yeah, you're a clown. Yeah. I mean, basically, you're a clown. Yeah. Or an, a prettier version of their mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like to say. <laughs> oh, man. Estelle, what about you? My favorite drag number? Um, or moment. Or moment. I'd have, I'd have to agree with you on the, on the moment thing, because um, I did a college show probably, I think, like, last... It's this past January with um, Jerfay, uh, Riley the Girl, Tiffany Diamond... And Coco and Mon, and it—I didn't. We didn't know this. We didn't know this going in. Um, but apparently, the the kids that hosted this event had to fight for it because the college is super conservative and Whoa. not necessarily the, the most queer friendly place. Um, and it like like it took like petitions to get them to have this drag show. I love that. And they were just oh, like again, like super excited. Yeah, to don't you feel there. successful? That- <laughs> it was so cool. And then afterwards, like we were getting, uh, you know, we we're getting out of drag in, in one of their like the room they set up for us. Which, as far as like accommodations are concerned, like they hooked it up. Like they nice. had like colleges hook it up. They had they like a, a full like spread of yep. food and like a various. They had like yeah. all the Red Bulls. It was just like <laughs> insane. But these kids came and they were like talking to us afterwards, just like sharing their experiences. There were people that came up to sort of like, you know, I've had, I've been dating the same girl for like five years and she doesn't even know I'm a lesbian, like that sort of thing. It was just the coolest thing. Like if I could just yeah. do college gigs, I'd be <laughs> I'm confused. Yeah. What? I've been dating the same girl, girl? for five years and she, she doesn't, doesn't even know, know I'm a parents. lesbian. My parents don't even know. Oh. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I should yeah, oops. I was like, that girl is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> One of the worst shows I ever did was uh, probably the worst show I've ever done in my whole life was at a college also. Really? Some of the best and some of the worst. Wow. It was at Northern Illinois University in DeKalb, maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, trash. 
They that's just a cow. It was me and no. me and experience in a cow. It was me and Kimchi and uh, Sarah Andrews, and they gave us our run sheet, and it said eight o'clock. Uh, introduce Tranica. Eight o one. Tranica says thank you for introducing me. Eight o two. Tranica introduces the next performance. Eight o three to eight o seven. The performer performs. 8.08, Trinica, thanks to Performer for performing. No joke, this went on for... Oh, my God. This was like four pages of That's that. hysterically funny. When I tell you, we started at 9 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> they, didn't test, they didn't test anyone's music. And it was just one of those things where, like, <laughs> you know when you're just so frustrated you want to cry, but then it starts to get funny again because it's just so awful? Yep. So then to fill the space of the music not working and the girls not having time to change, I just I went to the back and just started pounding fireball. And so they would have the kids come up on stage and they would have, quote, twerk contests. Oh, man. So every couple of numbers Love they would that. just have another twerk contest. They had kids in the aisles just twerking everywhere. It was just everyone's so going bananas and twerking. And so it's not <laughs> registered. Okay, so my favorite part Teenagers? was when they invited uh, a bunch of people on stage, and um, so it's like a traditional stage where the stage was like super wide, but in the front they had curtains that they pulled to make the stage basically smaller. So the the curtains are going in front of the stage, right? So if you Press past the curtain, you're going to fall off stage. Uh-oh. Oh, Jesus. So they oh, invite no. all these oh, people no. upstairs, and they've told all of us, watch out for this, right? So these kids are just jumping on stage to do this, and this girl is just standing in line to do the twerk contest, and she, oh, just <laughs> you just see her, like, roll out from under the curtain and fall down, like, five feet off the <laughs> stage. And I lost my shit, and I just started laughing so hard, and I went to the back with Sarah Andrews and Kim, and I was like, you guys, this girl just fell off the stage. I was like, we got, like, another hour and a half of this. This is fucking crazy. <laughs> and they were like, this is horrible. It was so, it was just oh, so entertaining because so it was good. just maddening. Oh my God. Yeah. And we got our money and I was like, get, get the fuck Run out away. of here and never Escape. go back. Escape. 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 Yeah. Escape. Um, cool. Yeah. My, my, I think favorite drag moment so far was actually uh, my first crash landing performance. Oh wow. Because it happened right after the pulse shooting and everybody was like really scared to go into the clubs again yeah, and yeah. everybody was feeling weird and like you were talking backstage about like how you weren't even sure how many people were going to be there and maybe yeah. it'll be a really light crowd and we should just like roll with the punches and we were all kind of like huddled together in the back and then we you went out and it was like packed yeah. because people needed to be at their church you know yeah. Yeah. and I just remember going out Some there and doing weird time it was so yeah. strange everybody felt weird and I remember going out there and doing Bird Set Free by Sia oh, and just yeah. looking out into the audience and like people had just not even because of me but just in general because yeah. we were all there together that feeling this thing blows my mind so when you did the uh benefit at berlin mm-hmm. that was what i was gonna perform but oh i ended God, up being wild. extremely sick that day and i had to cancel on it which sucks because i really wanted to be there not to just support but yeah that was the exact number mm-hmm. i was gonna do that's yeah. crazy I didn't because know. it fe- it felt like yeah it, just it felt like good. you needed to say something about how yeah. you weren't gonna be like held down anymore yeah you know it was just it was a, it was a horrible moment, but a really beautiful moment because we yeah. were all in it together. Mm-hmm. So anyway, all right, let's all talk about Pulse for the next hour. Yay! <laughs> um, all right. I well, I think uh, that's about it. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna go pop some pills <laughs> and lay down for the rest well. of my life. 
Um, all right, I have to uh, remind you guys to please follow The Tea on Facebook and also rate us five stars. Subscribe to us um, and tell all your friends how great we are and how beautiful I am. All right, my name is Tranical Rex. Um, I have some shows coming up. I am a drag matinee every Saturday on September 1st where you're going to have special guest Nicole Page Brooks and Jasmine Masters. It's a, truly a meeting of the minds. Also on September 17th. Oh, nope, that's you. That's, that's yours. That's and yours. it's not on September 17th. 17th. It's on August 17th, oh, yes. which uh, I co-host Goddess with Cat Sass at Berlin Nightclub every third Friday. And we're very excited because um, uh, August 17th, we're doing Goddess Versailles. So it will be extremely opulent. And on September uh, 22nd, Sherry Vine will be at Drag Matinee for our 250th show. Jesus. Damn. Fucking wow. crazy. Congrats, Beach. Yeah. Um, are you promoting anything, m'lady? Uh, yeah, so this is still Ivory. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I have my monthly shows are Killer Babes, which is every third Tuesday. Uh, Fuego, or that's at Atmosphere. Fuego at Scarlet is every third Sunday. Um, I also have BYOB at G-Man uh, with Valentine Adams every first Tuesday. And you can catch me at Queen on any given Sunday. <laughs> um, I have a benefit coming up that I'm working on on August 24th. That'll be later before then, right? Yes? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> that I'm very excited about. I'm working on a super, uh, not really secret, but kind of like, muted project with um, a few other wonderful queens. Down oh, God, I meant to complain about that to you. Of course, <laughs> DeRossi, um, an irregular girl. We're doing some really fun, stupid Yeah, things. what is that? Because I saw you announce that you were having an announcement coming soon. That's mm-hmm. like one of my biggest triggers. This is the so announcement like, about I know. the announcement. Oh, it's like, just tell me what so, it is and where to see you. It's me fucking so crazy. So basically, basically, we formed this little stupid um, like comedic drag collective we're calling Outhouse because we're full of shit. That's funny. Um, and we're working on putting together a little... Uh, showcase we're gonna try to do like a monthly thing if that works out we're still discussing venues so it's not totally oh so you should have waited to announce it probably that's what you're talking but you know you bullied her into it yeah she she posted it on instagram that's true but she posted the tease yeah but it was posted by dinah first so anyhow that's not even here or there um i also have a show (laughs) i have a show opening i do have a show opening at g-man uh on september 20th what what is it uh it is a spoken word drag show Um, so yeah, okay, roll your eyes, it's fine. Uh, but basically, it's no, a, I'm going. It's, it's a storytelling uh, show. Basically, I, um, we're bringing in six different queens. There's a theme oh. every month, um, and that. they're going to be telling a story. The only rule is it has to be true. The format in which they tell it is entirely oh. up to them. Oh, I love that. So that's coming soon. It's called Tongue Pop. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. This is a good title. Do you know what your theme is? The it. first theme is is free form, just because I figured yeah, I want to have yeah, performers yeah, that, that are doing it. Let people like know who they are. Yeah, uh, but. October is all spooky, supernatural, scary stories, so I'm really looking forward to um, that. Is there an opening? Um, I heard you talk to you about this. <laughs> no, you didn't. I did. I talked to you at Killer Babes about it. Yes, all right. All right. Talk about it off the air. <laughs> all right. But yeah, um, so that's that. Uh, you can also find me at XYZ at Roscoe's uh, every first Sunday of the month. Um, we are going to have... Oh, God. What's the first Sunday in September? I don't know. That's, uh, that's a good question. I don't know, but uh, Tatiana is going to be there. Do you want to tell the people when our wedding is? Um, Yeah, we're never getting married. Stop (laughs) sending me your nudes. Marriage. Oh, that's going to be on the second of September, not the wedding. (laughs) The divorce is on the third. Oh my god. Uh, Also, uh, crash landing is every second and fourth Monday of the month at. Berlin nightclub, Barn and Grill, and plot twist is every third Monday and. 
I don't sleep ever. <laughs> and thank you so much to our producer Trey. Yes. The tea is currently recorded in his, his living, living room. room. Okay, we should plug our social media. Oh, yes. That's what's being said. I am oh. at lucky.stiff on Instagram and I am now on Twitter. <gasps> Lucky Stiff. The, and then the number two, because somebody... No, this is some... Oh, my God, I'm so mad. <laughs> dear, dear man that has the Lucky Stiff Twitter and has no posts and no friends, I hate you, yeah. and I'm coming for you. So Send you better a watch out. message. Be like, listen. Yeah. yeah I'm taking happen. it. I have no money, but we'll see what we can do. No. What's your um, social media? Um, at the Lady Ivory. If you can't spell that, I'm sorry. Um, on Instagram... Uh, Twitter, I don't really use it. Uh, Snapchat, don't really use it. Um, just follow me on Instagram. Um, Christian Rodriguez on Facebook because Facebook's hateful. It'll be it'll be Christian Rex soon enough, baby. Oh, baby, oh, wow. Christian bon- Bunker. My last name's Bunker. You Bunker. Hey Estelle, what are your social media? <laughs> My socials are both you. It's Estelle uh, uh, for now because she's changed it about three times. In the I last stopped month. it though. I've I've made a conscious decision to not do that anymore. So it's you. It's you. It's Estelle on everything. You can find me there, um, and you can add me on Facebook at Estelle Shambles, and I won't accept you. Since <laughs> <laughs> I I bet it filtering. Is that what happened? That explains this entire podcast. All right. All right. The end. (laughs) Goodbye. This is the worst podcast ever. We love you. Thank you, guys. Cheers.